All right. This week's episode is on the topic of journaling, um, the activity that has been sweeping pop culture. And if you've ever been on Pinterest, oh my goodness, Pinterest, even long enough for the app to just load, you know what journaling is. Um, There are a lot of ways to journal. None of them are right or wrong. What can't be debated, however, are the numerous positive effects journaling has. Today, I have with me my bestest best friend on the planet, <laughs> the girl, <Hello>. who, <laughs> the girl mm-hmm. who always has a journal with her everywhere she goes. She parks her booty and she pulls out a pen and some paper. <laughs> um, <laughs> somehow, it's never the same journal either. It's always <laughs> it's never the same. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but you just write too furiously, so you probably just fill them all up, mm-hmm. don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> so our first topic of discussion, I kind of have an observation for you, Kenzie. Okay. Um, you can here. tell me if I'm right or wrong about it. You Mm -hmm. don't really have, like, a system of organization when it comes to journaling. You just kind of let your mind take you every time you write. Would you agree? Yeah. So most of the time when I'm writing, it's literally just a thought that pops in my brain. And I'm like, I need to write that down right now. Um, So, no, it's definitely – there's sometimes direction. Mm -hmm. And there's themes. Like, I always have, like, a song of a day – or of the day. Um, I'll do just, like – gratitude stuff but it's never uh, it's never the same no it's not like every day I do gratitude and it'll just be like once a week maybe okay but it's everywhere it's all over the place like me (laughs) so true (laughs) it's like wreck this journal but mature (laughs) but like personal I love that (laughs) wreck this journal I forgot about that that's a throwback (laughs) okay huge one (laughs) I definitely had one my favorite page was you had to take your journal for a walk you like tied a (laughs) rope around it and dragged it down the street you You would love that one that like if I had to picture a page that would resonate with in that book that would be it doesn't that one just make sense okay Uh, I wish I would have seen you doing that yes I'll do it again (laughs) I'll do it. I should get a new reckless journal. I want okay. to take my journal for a walk. You should. Okay. <laughs> you don't even need a reckless journal. You should <laughs> no longer carry your journal in a bag with you. Literally just take it just for take a walk. It. Take it for a walk. I love that. That should be a pitch. I love it. (laughs) So I read, I did a little bit of research, not research. I did like, Mm -hmm. I read some journals on journaling. Um, So the University of Rochester Medical Center says to maximize the effects of journaling, it's best to journal every day. Would you say you journal daily? I do journal daily. I journal like hourly, honestly. (laughs) And I think so you don't have to sit there and do it for 30 minutes a day at a scheduled time like I feel like that's almost not personal at all and kind of missing the point um but yeah I definitely think it's helpful because it's a way to check in with your mind body and spirit without Mm -hmm. um like how do I say this it's connecting all three of those things at the same time and it's different from talking to yourself out loud or in your head is just connecting everything together, and it feels like, I don't know, a nice conversation with all three parts of yourself, so. I love that. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Um, Okay, so this kind of is a good transition, actually. Sorry, my water. No worries. Take your time. So like you said, um, connecting with all the parts of yourself, Mm -hmm. I struggle with this personally, so I want to know, like, what your philosophy on it is. Um, 
do you journal the good and the bad? Do you find that you're connected with both sides or do you find that you only end up writing when it's bad? I journal about, yes, yeah, both the good and the bad. Um, I would say most of my entries would be more towards the good. Okay. Um, a lot of the times when I'm writing about the bad, I tend to stray away from, like, making it feel like a bad thing. Like, I'll mm -hmm. write about it, and then, like, there's always a bright side. I'll always mention the bright side to it because I feel like it's counterproductive to just bring your journal out and start just angrily writing. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes it's needed, and you... Yeah. Like, it's a good release, but other times it's nice to just sit down and write, like, okay, this really shitty thing happened to me, but, oh. No, you can swim. Oh, it's it's okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this really shitty thing happened to me. I'm going to write about it, but I'm going to point out something that, I don't know, a silver lining, because there's always that, right. and I feel like that's kind of writing and you can always like learn something from your experiences too right yeah so I ask that because um I think a lot of people feel like they need to process the most during the bad um so but it's important to process the good too and I say that mm -hmm. because to observe what's present and who's present when things are peaceful can really help you uh elevate your your daily mood yeah, definitely. And it's always my favorite um, thing. So it's weird when I pick up my journals and like look back at my old entries, which I don't know if we're going to get into that. So I don't need to bring it up now. Oh, okay. um, but it's always random. Like a page will like I'll see something I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And I'll flip mm -hmm. back. And I just love reading the things that made me happy and how this the, honestly, it's usually the same stuff, same people. But it's just in different ways. I have more appreciation for it than I did then. It's so cool to see um, what has changed um, from looking back on the yeah. good also. Noticing, the like, the patterns and, like, the development, mm -hmm. too, is mm -hmm. really... Because, um, like, when it is just all of your thoughts in your head, like, you're not going to remember all that stuff. So mm -hmm. writing it down and, like, being able to... Um, have physical evidence of mm -hmm. that kind of growth and um, having that pattern recognition of like what is present in my life when things are going well is like a big component of actually um, making a change in your lifestyle yeah. I think so Definitely. yeah thank you I think you had a lot of good stuff to say about that one thank you so much. Um, this one is kind of like a little bit more abstract so I don't know. <laughs> Picasso, even. We love Picasso. Picasso, even. Um, so how does your mind feel kind of before and after journaling? Is there a noticeable difference in the clarity of your thoughts? I, um, I feel like it tends to stay the same. It's, okay, it depends on when I'm journaling and what it's about. So let's pretend I'm having a bad moment I always feel like productive after mm -hmm. I don't always feel better in that exact moment yeah um but it feels like you know what I tried at mm -hmm. least something that I know helps me and makes me feel good when I'm in the moments of like when I'm my happiest you know because I feel very put together business bitch when I'm journaling so and awesome. when I'm making sure that I'm checking in with myself so after having a really crappy moment and still deciding to, sometimes it's hard to pick up 
even a pen and paper when you're sad when you're down you know so I always feel proud of myself even if it doesn't help in that exact moment yeah well and I also like I find it interesting because I don't know if the goal necessarily to needs to be to always feel better um sometimes like just getting thoughts out in a way that feels um outside of yourself or Mm -hmm. just like knowing that like you need to take a step forward to process because like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a (laughs) processing is a process so (laughs) literally you have to process processing (laughs) literally so yeah like I think that awareness is good because I'm sure a lot of people probably get turned off by journaling by like doing it for like the first couple times and they're like yeah I feel the same and it's like it's gonna take a while yeah it's not uh I don't feel like it's something that is an instant fix definitely not you have to see like I say at least give yourself a month mm-hmm. to be able to, and not even just a month though, because only so much can change within a month. But when you go six months to a year, um, that's when you really start to see like, holy shit, the amount of progress that I've had mindset wise, because we all will change within a year so much and we can noticeably see it. But when you have a direct like, map of a whole year in mm-hmm. front of you, um, you can just flip back at any point and be like, oh, that's where my mind went then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, where was she going? I have no idea. <laughs> Gone girl. Gone girl. <laughs> that train was off the rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I love um, that. You you pulled up the example of, like, looking at um, development from, like, a, the span of a year mm-hmm. um to me like giving myself like a year to test something out like oh um I'm gonna begin a journaling process I'm gonna give myself a year to kind of like workshop this for myself sounds mm-hmm. like um forever in infinity to like practice a new skill um, for that long I think that like we as maybe just our generation but maybe everybody now with like technology, like I have an instant gratification issue. Like I need something to work right away. Right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. I feel um, as if the more time goes on, you can kind of see how, okay, we used to be obsessed with YouTube videos and they would be like 30 minutes long or mm-hmm. songs back like 2006. They were always like six minutes, seven minutes long. And now it's like, a minute and 30 mm-hmm. seconds sometimes shorter than that or like tiktok is the new youtube and it's yeah. like 10 second videos because yeah definitely we have an issue with um instant gratification and wanting that quick dopamine high mm-hmm. um unfortunately so i feel like if you're looking for a quick dopamine high or something that's going to lift you up right away journaling just isn't it and i don't know i'm not even journaling for myself in a year I'm not journaling for myself um like right now you know mm-hmm. it's kind of every it's like my past self my like the inner child mm-hmm. um it's my 14 year old self it's all of us together because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know imagine me being like 80 years old and I have like a whole garage full of journals <laughs> and then like I don't know there's so much to be like learned about Kendrick's whole life Kendrick's whole life (laughs) the main character (laughs) yeah I mean you're gonna have like the longest book like series in the world 
I'm so excited because to read all of it. It's a really long conversation that <laughs> never stops. Um, never ends. But yeah. So I have like a couple of like, um, I have a few, I have three follow-up questions. We Are you ready? We're going to bang, okay. bang, bang. Um, so, well, now I've lost my train of thought. Um, it's okay. Oh, okay. I Certainly not. Circling back, circling back. Um, it wouldn't be a normal conversation if we didn't go off. No, this is so true. The authenticity, I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) So important that my fans see the real me, you know? (laughs) This is me. This is real. That was a little snippet of my voice for you. So... The first question, follow-up question I have for you is, we talked dopamine high, like something that's going to give you that kind of like um, quick fix right away. I know that you, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. I know that you record a lot of videos of you talking to yourself. Would you say that that kind of gives you that like more quickish fix sort of? Yes, but also so no, because okay, I don't record videos myself that much anymore. Okay. In fact, um, now I used to all summer. I did. I took way too many videos. My storage was like, uh, <laughs> I can't do this anymore, baby. And I was like, okay. All right. Yeah. So I feel like when I was doing it, it was kind of helping me in that moment. Sure. Yeah. And like when I posted it though, like, that was so embarrassing. And I would oh, go back and, like, mm, I, I really wish I could post that. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like when you are in a state of being very, very lonely, there's something to be said about that. And the fact that, like, if you're alone and you can't stand being alone, mm-hmm. you need to force yourself to just be alone. Yeah. And Because there's a reason why yeah. you can't, you know? Yeah. And I was struggling really, 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 really well. I was struggling with being alone. I always have. Mm-hmm. So um, journaling, though, is the one time where I feel connected to myself. Yeah. It's the one time where I don't feel... It's um, a great way to strengthen... And, like, it feels natural. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And mm-hmm. it's a great way to strengthen, like, your self-validation. Um, because, again, the instant gratification, like, thing that we're all struggling with, or I don't want to speak for everyone, I guess. Mm, I will speak for everyone. Um, (laughs) scratch that scratch that I will speak for everyone Um, I think instant gratification and like the need for validation is just a really big thing that we've developed through social media Um, and I know that like through journaling I'm working on validating my own feelings on my own and Mm -hmm. um, journaling is a great way for me to work on doing that because like at the end of the day like all the comments like the people that comment on my instagram like they're not there for me like yeah, i'm the only half one of them don't even actually know right you, like i'm the know. only one that's there for me you know mm-hmm. at the end of everything um so i need to get better at doing that and like i think journaling's been a big step in that process for me well and even your let's say your best friend ever mm-hmm. like your bestest friend you know, we can't be there for each other all of the time. Yeah. And it's so unfortunate, and it is a very lonely world that we live in. But mm-hmm. if we can start to be our own best friends yeah. and just really actually enjoy our own company and feel comfortable with being alone. Yeah. Um, and I think that is journaling the answer to it. No, but it's definitely a step to getting closer to yourself, you yeah. know. 
it's a step um especially if you don't feel comfortable like that awkward like icebreaker you know like yeah. hey let me get to <laughs> know get you because i don't know you at all i'm literally just a reflection of everybody around me because i haven't checked in with myself since the fifth grade so true <laughs> you know? no like um who was i talking to about this recently it was literally my therapist um <laughs> love, we love her therapy. we love her um where i was just saying like for so long in high school like uh, maybe I'll do an episode about this someday where I just have, like, severe trauma from my <laughs> high school's musical high school. theater department. And, like, I spent three years of my life, like, trying to figure out who they wanted to- me to be. And then I got to school and, like, I've basically just had, like, an extended, like, identity crisis. Yeah. Like, I think the most I've gotten to know myself has been um, this like, this past, like, 2021, and, like, I really felt like everything that happened to me in December, like, was a big catalyst for, like, needing to get to know myself, and, like, you were saying before, um, circle back, circle back, um, (laughs) like, you said before about how, like, you mostly journal about, um, the good things, I spent a lot of time journaling about the bad things this past, like, month and a half or so, maybe two months, and the thing that, like, really kept me from like staying in a dark place kind of was like realizing through like all these yucky things that were happening to me and I mean it took me a while to get to this point Mm -hmm. but realizing that basically I was forced to get to know myself and forced Mm -hmm. to get like help for like some mental like health stuff so like yeah yeah so like you were saying and I didn't like really process that until like looking back at my journal uh, either yeah so, like, you were, yeah, yeah, I really like how you brought in, like, the silver lining thing. Because that's so true. Definitely. Yeah. And I I definitely have had, like, there's journals where it's, like, all bad. Mm-hmm. There's one, actually, I remember. <laughs> I'm always so I'm always so afraid to go near this one because someone's <laughs> stuff in it. We won't I was, publish like, this one. Obviously, like, I maybe had a six-month freaking period. Like, it never ended. But I was just angry at the world. Um, There's a few of them that are like that actually I feel like most of my journals from high school because I have I would say I think the latest one I have is from like eighth grade at least letters and stuff that I wrote myself in eighth grade Mm -hmm. um but I have all of those and I think like my darkest was definitely high school but just I was so angry and there was never a silver lining um but now I would say you know because I'm at this point where I feel I wouldn't say that I'm healed by any means, but I'm definitely way healthier and yes. I'm on the path to it. I'm aware that I need that stuff I need to heal. Yeah. Um, so I'm not as angry about everything. I'm more just like, okay, all of these sad things that are happening to me are just um, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's not everything happens for a reason. It's that everything has, everything that happens can have a good like outcome you know there's yeah. there's always going to be good within the bad and bad within the good and you just kind of have you make the choice on what you want to look at you know? yeah I like have like a love-hate relationship with this saying kind of because like um I know you do <laughs> and that's why I brought it up I know you hate like the everything happens for a reason well yeah it's like why does everything have to act why <laughs> yeah I, I just think it's more about like maybe like something happens and it just kind of matters more so like what you do with it but it's also Mm -hmm. like um 
sometimes that's kind of like a shitty way of looking at it because like not to get super deep but there's like some things that it's like you're dealt a really shitty card and like Mm -hmm. it's kind of from like a privileged aspect to be like well why don't you just like find a way to like fix it like just I don't know I think with my own personal experiences and the things that have happened to me and I don't expect everybody to have this mindset I think Mm -hmm. this is just something that I it's a way that I've healed myself yeah um and like I guess I feel more comfortable with certain things that have happened Mm -hmm. um at least the things that were like extremely out of my control yeah um like I look at them and as unfortunate as they might be I'm I just know that I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be experiencing the small little bits of joy um, that I do get. And I don't know, sometimes sometimes when you're dealt a shittier hand, you have a better life than people that were more privileged growing up because you're able to look at the good things, like the little tiny ass good things, and you're like, well, fuck, (laughs) that's crack. (laughs) That is. I don't know. I was literally last night. I was looking. This is so off topic, but I was looking at um, a candle. This is so strange. And you know that like little rainbow glow that like just the orb, that fucking orb. I was staring at it for so long, and I was just like, I love being live. Like I just get a look at this little orb, and like I was pretending as if I was absorbing that energy. It was so weird, but I mean, it was it wasn't weird. It was super cute and wholesome. So. But anyways, like, things like that, that's the kind of shit I journal about. Moments like that, because those are things in life, like, that are unexplainable, you mm-hmm. know? That's the shit that we need to journal I got about. this phrase from my mom, and she got it from somewhere else, I don't know, um, little moments of awe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I'm gonna write that in my journal. Write that in your journal, bestie. Have you ever had a journal dedicated to one specific goal? Like, I know sometimes therapists will, like, assign stuff kind of like that. Or are all of your journals covering, like, a wide array of topics? Um, so, since I am me, I'll start a journal. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, this is what this is going to be for. So, for example, sometimes, like, I'll have, like, a meal prep journal. Mm-hmm. Or, um, like, over the summer I had one that I was just doing tarot. And it changes. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. it'll be like this is just what it is. And then all of a sudden one day I'll like grab this journal because it's the closest one to me and I'll start writing stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um and then it becomes something else. Um, but it hasn't always been like that. More recently, I only have one that I use all the time, and then I have like a little planner, and then there's a tarot one that I use or like spiritual one. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't always use a spiritual one just because the other one is with me all the time. Yeah. And I find it more helpful to have one that you just put everything in. I'm not the most organized person, so it really doesn't bother me. Well, the you reason, know? yeah, the reason I um, brought this up was when I mm-hmm. first like learned about journaling was mm-hmm. through Pinterest. I know you have a Pinterest. Love Pinterest. Love Pinterest. <laughs> I was terrified to start journaling, like, based on what I saw on Pinterest, because it portrays journaling as, like, needing to be perfect. Like, Are we going to talk about bullet journaling? Well, that's, like, literally, yeah. that was, like, my... That was what I thought journaling was. Like, I was, like, my handwriting... That was my goal. I wanted that. That was my goal, too. And, like, that's kind of, like, I started trying to do that in high school, and it kind of really, like, shut me off from journaling because my handwriting wasn't neat enough, and, like, I didn't... First of all, bullet journals cost an arm and a leg for some reason. 
the kind so of like much. you talking about the moleskin? Yeah. Fuck the moleskin. <laughs> the lectrum. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, god. She says fuck the moleskins. <laughs> Molesk all my bitches hate moleskins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and like all the pens they use are so expensive and like I did eventually end up getting like those like I love highlighters pens. I do too I like um what do I use um I use pilot g207 we love that pilots are really great I have a few different ones that I will recommend My this one oh yeah is a sharpie, sharpie one but this one's gel. not that great I just think that like journals need to be messy because like the mind and like thought processes are so messy like I need to like write scratch things out draw a little arrow be like nope scratch that this is what I think yes. and then, like do it again misspelled like, words because yeah. for some reason sometimes you just forget English sometimes even though you you've do. known it your whole life yeah I think it's so for me at least um it's way more refreshing to open up a book that like open up my journal not my book but you know um open it and just see underline things different colors like random like that's me that's my brain that I feel I sometimes like I randomly draw and doodle in them um I'll write down like what other people are saying so if somebody says something super funny I'll write it down and I'll write like the date the name like where yeah. we were doing like the do setting. you start like a new page um, for like every day or do you like like if you like wrote on half a page one day and like the next day do you pick up right where like that part left off or do you start a new page um I I do write under okay. I used to do different pages like way I would say probably like two years ago I mm-hmm. used to only do pages um, do you like is there a way like at all that you yeah. like make a difference like do you write like a line or like a date or something or you're just like whatever this is all I write a date um most of the time sometimes I forget to do that and sometimes I title the days like Aww. let me grab her really quick like to Actually, I don't even need to grab it. Yesterday's, um, yesterday's was annoying ass French music, and that was just the name of the day because like the the noises in that building. I have to turn on my music at some point or else I go crazy. But um, yeah, I I date them. It doesn't look put together at all. If you were to open my journal, you'd probably like get lost. And sometimes when I do, let's say <laughs> this is fun, I'll like start to write something like here are my thoughts on this and I'll do the two little fucking dots like your thoughts should be there and then there's nothing and I'll leave like I'll leave <laughs> like, it blank I'll leave like at least three lines empty. yeah just so it's like empty because <laughs> I think that's funny and it's it like funny. okay she forgot what was she doing she forgot um, what was she gonna yeah. say it's like a mystery I have another question has journaling helped you get to know yourself better? And we talked a little bit about that, mm-hmm. about like getting to 110%. enjoy your company sure. a little bit more. What um, I want to know is like when yeah. you're just like in the zone writing, do you ever surprise yourself by journaling where you're like, I just wrote that down. I didn't even know I was feeling like that. Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily the yes. Yeah. yeah. I surprise myself all the time. <laughs> in my Full thoughts. Um, yeah. There's certain times where... I'll be writing stuff because, like, a lot of the times it is just an open stream. Like, it is, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not thinking about what I'm writing at all. Yeah. So, yes, there's definitely times where I'll just be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're all in our heads so much. I know I am. I, like, overanalyze my thoughts. um, And it's helpful, like, if I really get in the zone of journaling to just, like, 
I can't make that noise you just made. The like when I get into that, it's kind of nice to like like be writing stuff down and be like, oh my god, like this is why I'm feeling like shit today, or like this must be connected to that, or like I didn't even know that like this is what um I was feeling so down about or something like yeah that could be the where you start to figure things out while you're journaling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do have those moments where. Um, okay, for example, one thing that is like a constant, and I think this will probably never change. Yeah. Um, I always write about my mom. I always write about um, like how I'm feeling about it because it it stays the same, but it changes a lot. And I feel like yeah. that's something that's one of my biggest struggles, you know. So um, the other day, I was writing about just how I was like so pissed and so angry, and I was I was writing it and everything. Mm-hmm. I like took a second and I started thinking about the past and like I was like am I really that angry though like yesterday when you were writing about this same exact thing baby were you that angry and Mm -hmm. I like took that like moment and then after I like just was like okay I'm gonna release this whatever it is and um you know start over and I wasn't angry at myself for being angry it was just like oh my god (laughs) why like where that come from and then it was like all right we can just move on from it um sometimes you you start to address things with yourself that you didn't even realize were there yeah well it's nice because I think we love to never analyze ourselves we're never in the wrong or like our feelings are never um well okay I'm I'm gonna say something and then it's also like our feelings are always valid but it's like sometimes Mm -hmm. like we are the problem or sometimes like we do keep ourselves in a in a vulnerable state that like we could easily be um beginning to heal from and I think journaling is a great way to kind of check yourself the crazy thing is is like we aren't even actually our thoughts like it's you that's something that I'm starting to actually like We'll have to do another podcast episode about that I would love yeah no that's Um, because I that's a um, whole thing well do you have anxiety? Have we talked about that before? Oh, big time. Yeah, we yeah, should do. We should talk about that because my like thing that like really helped me throughout like the past two months was like I saw some quote that it's like you you aren't your thoughts. Like your mm-hmm. thoughts like pop into your head, but like you don't have to believe them. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we'll we'll have to dive deeper into that. We I'll make like a little mental one note. quote from a book that I think I recommended to you at some point, and I'll have to like send it to you. Some- so you can read it 90 percent of our thoughts are just things that other people have told us yeah. our lives and yeah. like our personalities are given to us by what other people think or yeah. things that we well, love that other not, people do yeah you know? and you're not born like you're not born overthinking you're not born <laughs> self-deprecating you're not born overconfident like that stuff like is taught and it's like well some people it's like nurture and nature kind of like yeah if you're capable of it and you're taught it, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is, I mean, it's like interesting. I know that like, I've always been kind of a meek and mild person. Well, I wasn't as a kid, but like mm-hmm. growing, growing up, I kind of turned into that. And this is relevant to journaling because journaling's kind of helped me mm-hmm. figure a lot of this out. Um, but like my therapist said to me, cause we were talking about like my imposter syndrome and she's like, when you're struggling with imposter syndrome, like whose voice is in your head? Like, it's not yours. I think of all the times that, like, someone else has said something to me that's put me down. 
I didn't say that to myself. I wrote a whole journal about that after my last therapy session because we talked about imposter syndrome. And like, I realized I was like, it's not my voice. Like all these quotes are from other people. Because there are all those thoughts are imposters. They're, yeah, they're not you. They're pretending like, oh, to be me. Cut it out. It's super interesting um, to think about that because a lot of the things and think about all those nasty things that people said to you or said about you or um, kind of put you into those processes of thinking in the first place, Mm -hmm. they probably only said those things because other people did crappy things to them. Their home life wasn't good. (laughs) They aren't happy with themselves. Like, it's... Honestly, this life is so crazy because it's super simple to look at. You either project good out and you get it back, or you project bad out and you get it back. And you you can literally simply say, you know what, I'm just not gonna let that bother me because... I love that person and I care, like, if somebody that, you know, hurts you, that you love, um, you know, you can just look at them and be like, I love you, but you're only doing this and it's only going to hurt you, babe. Yeah, it's only going to hurt you, babe. Literally, Um, like, mentally, invisible, like, you know that invisible car from Spongebob? That's (laughs) the mindset I'm having forever. Me. So I got a car. Love. There was something I wanted to follow up on that you said. You said, um, oh, like a lot of the times that people say things to you, like it reflects a lot about like what's happened to them in the past. We think we occupy so much space in other people's brains when in reality it's like they don't think about us ever. No one thinks about each other. No. Well, people do. I mean, they do, but it's like not as much as I think they are. Not for very long. No, and it's so it's like, why am I letting, well, I think other people think about me a lot because I think about other people way too much. Um, But it's like, why am I letting, like, (laughs) why am I letting, like, the things these people say or think about me occupy so much space in my brain when literally they don't give me the time of day? Like, they don't think about me. So why am I doing that? I have one final question for you. Um, This is more about, like, a routine around journaling. Um, I know you said like a lot of times you just kind of um, just go with the flow right when you need to write and I think there's so much to be said for that when it's like fresh and in the moment so I wanted to know too if you ever set aside time to journal in a specific um, space that you love to be in or with like candles you like with incense you like um, wearing something you're comfortable in like it's nice to maybe make like a little ritual out of it sometimes mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. so yes I definitely do also do that I just when I said earlier that I usually just pick it up and write right away mm-hmm. um, and that's true mm-hmm. it's just certain things you know but then there is like times where I go home and I'm in my room and I decide I'm gonna wait there's favorite places to journal one of them was bigger I did Mm -hmm. all throughout um the summer of 2021 (laughs) I spent a lot of my time working and (laughs) while I was working I journaled and you know that was nice I that was it's still one of my favorite places to journal it's very vibey you in there and just cozy you know um I always have like tea or something that I am drinking while I journal I do like to light light incense and candles 
um and i do wear comfy clothes so like yeah and also sometimes i'll do it in the bath or like that's a really weird one because it's a dangerous game that is a dangerous dangerous game we don't need to get in the top of the bath i think it's important to set aside time also i just think that having a schedule to sticking to that schedule all the time um for me at least because i am like i have mentioned mm-hmm. um an unorganized person well, i think it's also and i like to, to like, function like that i yeah. like i used to try so hard and i still it's do hard it is hard i don't to function like that schedule one. my day and do routines and stuff but i've never been able to function like that i'm very much like i'm gonna do shit when i want to do shit yeah well so. and i don't I don't know if it's, like, a great way all the time, and for everyone. Like, for me, it wouldn't work mm-hmm. either. I don't want to put too much pressure on it because I want to keep mm-hmm. I want to keep wanting to do it. And if I'm, like, exactly. I have to sit down at 2 o'clock every Wednesday and write three pages of my feelings, like, I'd probably, like, this feels like a chore. I want to do right. it when it seems fun or, like, it seems like I'm inspired to do it because I'm bad at doing it every day, um, but I do do it pretty frequently when I feel when I feel called to I think that is one of the reasons why I don't have like a set schedule because when I've tried to do scheduling with it I've always forgotten but when Mm -hmm. I've just like kind of been like oh my god I need this now I'm so in the routine of journaling every day Mm -hmm. like it's been at least a solid year of almost every day I'm sure I've missed a few days but um in the past I used to like I would journal for like solid month and then go like five weeks I think it's important to have a kind of loose routine Mm -hmm. and then also don't like say okay just because I'm going to journal once today like if you have a thought write it down and you can use sticky notes I do that a lot too where I'll just write on a random piece of paper and stick it in my pouch in my journal remember that I had that yeah that's cute I love mm-hmm. that. I write a lot of stuff in my notes app, actually. Oh, notes apps are so fun. That's, like, one of my favorite forms of social media that's not social media. I I will show people my journal. Like, I'll, like, I think... That was I actually saw. another question I had for you, I think. Keep going, Okay, wait, though. let's do it. You go ahead. Do you keep your journal 100% private, or do you ever choose to share bits and pieces of it? Um, I ask, because, like, the same uh, reference that I used before, the University of Rochester, mm-hmm. um, they just say, like... Like, you don't have to feel a pressure around your journal because it's yours. Like, you don't have mm-hmm. to share it if you don't want to. But um, you can choose to share it with, like, close friends, family, whatever. So I was just wondering if you ever do, like, and then what kind of benefits do you find out of that? I do. Um, I share them kind of randomly. It's never like, oh, my God, I need to, like, get this out and share it with somebody. Um, sometimes with hope, I'll just because a lot of a lot of open ended conversations are just reflection conversations anyways. Yeah. It's very similar to like writing in a journal. Mm-hmm. So I'll like read her certain entries, I guess, and like but it'll all be from like months, months ago or like years ago to show her. It's never yeah. something like in the moment. But yeah, I do let people sometimes read it. I think it's funny because like sometimes some of the stuff I write, I like it. Yeah. I gotta share. Well, mm-hmm. Ultimately, there is no right or wrong way to journal. All of this was just, <laughs> all of this was just what was right for Kenzie. Um, what's right for you might look completely different. You just have to find it. Uh, but now that all of the supposed rules have been thrown out of the window, the fears of journaling wrong can go with them. Um, I'm going to leave everyone with a quote by Sandy Grayson in her article on journaling from Total Health, um, a journal, or a health and medicine periodical that was a tongue twister 
<laughs> Ultimately, journaling is an act of self-love. So a big thank you to Kenzie, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace out.